Welcome to today's podcast. Over the last 140 years, Zimmer Austria have pioneered many innovations and revolutionary technologies for screen and digital printing, coating, dyeing, steaming and technical textiles. Zimmer technologies serve applications for areas such as home textiles, wall coverings, fashion, upholstery, towels, blankets, technical textiles, non-wovens, paper and even glass fibre. It's our pleasure today to welcome Tony Nashberger, the CEO of Zimmer, and Andreas Ras, Commercial Director. Hello, both of you, and welcome to today's podcast. Morning. Hi, good morning. Thanks for having us. It's great, great to have you here. It really is. Um, Tony, first of all, could you share a brief history of Zimmer and when the company was founded? Yeah, Zimmer, Zimmer was founded about 140 years ago in Bohemia today. Bohemia today is in um, Czech, in, in the corner of the Czech uh, Republic. And uh, Zimmer was found, founded and started uh, in, in textile machinery. And after the World War, uh, the family of Zimmer had to move out and um, of because of political of political issues and uh, after world war issues and finally ended up here in uh, Kufstein Austria on the west part of Austria and about 100 kilometers south of Munich and um, yeah, the, comp the company today has two manufacturing sites one is in uh, Kufstein with where we are taking care about all issues of digital printing and carpet manufacturing and Zimmer Klagenfurt is taking care of screen printing and textile coating machinery. And here in Kufstein we started digital printing about um, 45, 45 years ago where we introduced at that time the so-called Chromodronic which was renamed later on into Chromojet and yeah and since then, since then we are in, in digital printing and what what is our differentiation to other custom uh, to other companies Number one, we we really invest a lot in in process technology here. We not only build a printing machine, we deliver also pro a lot of process know-how. We deliver complete lines from um, including steaming, washing, drying. We do also back coating. We have a, a wide network in the uh, with chemical suppliers and fiber suppliers and I think that makes us very unique and we are very well known for our service. So finally the service, especially in digital machines, uh, service is, is, is a key for success. Yeah, it certainly is. Um, you began those digital innovations, Tony, didn't you, in around 1976. How do you think how do you think digital technologies have disrupted the textile and carpet industry? 
Naja, 1976, um, um, we, had, we had the idea to do something, something digital, but at that time, um, yeah, digital printing was, was, not, was not existing at all. And mm -hmm. so we, we built a wealth-based um, machine, the Chromojet or Chromotronic at that time. And uh, we had to, we, we were really suffering from, from lack of technology. I mean, uh, we, had to, we had to drive the first printer with, uh, with the HP mainframe computer with 256 kilobyte of memory. And a couple wow. years later, we, we purchased the first uh, hard disk um, for um, a lot of money with five megabyte and to, to drive the printer but, but that was the beginning but in the, in the meantime in the meantime um, all, almost all carpet printing is uh, done with our technology and um, yeah from screen printing in carpet not much has has been left uh, I think 36 about 35 to 40 screen printing machines were in operation worldwide, four meter, five meter wide today. I think one or two are left in, in operation and, and all the rest is, is moved into digital. And finally, we will see also in textile, finally, um, almost everything is moving digitally. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, and we, we, we are part of, we are part of it. And I think we don't have to discuss all the advantages in, of digital printing. Uh, digital printing is still, is still price wise, not competitive, uh, with, with screen printing in, in some fields, but, uh, especially it's, it's more, um, it's not a technology-driven uh, technology. It's 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 more ecological-driven technology because we are, we are short in water, we are short in energy, we are short in anything and everything, and uh, digital digital printing is one of the way out. Absolutely, Tony. Could you uh, just a little side question here then? It, having seen such an incredible transformation in the carpet industry, how long did that take? And did the disruption kind of accelerate quickly? It, it, the, fir the first couple of years, I mean, we started in 1976, and I think it took us, it took us almost 10 years to, to uh, stabilize the technology and also to, to bring the advantage to, the, to our customers. And, and so the first 10 years, we didn't, we didn't, sell, we didn't sell a lot, uh, a mm -hmm. lot of pilot machines, but uh, there was not a real breakthrough. But but uh, late, later on it, it accelerated and um, yeah I think it typically took almost twenty years to to really gain market share and, yeah. and I see more or less the same in the in the textile industry in textile industry maybe it's a little bit faster but uh, it takes time yeah that's kind of where we are in textiles isn't it we're kind of twenty years on from when it all started really and it just seemed to just be absolutely accelerating right now yeah. Yeah, yes, absolutely. It's, it's, it really is. It's Great. great news for for us who work within the industry. It's also fantastic news for the planet too. So it's a, it's a win win, <laughs> a win win for everybody. Tony, thank you, thank you for your answers there. That's great. Andreas, could I ask you a question? Um, which sectors of the marketplace and which product groups do your te digital technologies now serve? 
Well, as uh, as Tony uh, started already, so we we still have uh, uh, the ChromoJet as uh, valve-based technology available for the very heavy carpets, uh, which we still sell and and certainly uh, uh, service to the to uh, to our customers. Um, and since about ten years, we have the Colaris system, piezo. Uh, uh, based uh, printed uh, digital printer in our uh, product portfolio, which we use for he for heavy textiles uh, applications, but also for the for the carpet printing very successfully in the in the last years. All this uh, technology comes together, um, as, as mentioned, with the necessary pre and post treatment. So from entry units down to the steamer washer dryer. Uh, even color kitchens, if if necessary, and um, what what we also do in in our main field, which is still the carpet printing business, is to build back coating lines. So, from a, from a uh, from a technology perspective, this this was the first step. What we do on the ink side, so um, I think we have a very broad range of of fibers. What uh, what we can print on. So on the ink side, we have uh, reactive inks for, for cotton. We have acid metal complex inks for, for nylons. We have dispersed inks for uh, uh, polyester printing. Certainly pigment printing uh, is, is also part of our portfolio. But we also have these specialities where not many others are, are stepping in, which is cationic ink for acrylic or, or modified uh, polyesters. And, and we have VAT inks, which gives you the best light and uh, wash fastness. And um, I think we spoke about this, Debbie, in our yeah. preparation session. We have also two lines running now in, in the UK, which is uh, it's, it's quite a, a big step forward in the, in the digital printing environment. From a market segment, we serve uh, Certainly, what we are well known for is the, is the carpet industry. It's the um, it's the in the carpet industry all the logo mats, the the rugs, the the wall to wall carpets, and and the carpet tiles. In the textile um, segment, it's as as I said at the beginning, we are still very much focused on the heavier fabric uh, because this is where we are coming from, and this mm -hmm. is where we feel comfortable to, to add value to our customers. Yeah, we're talking about terry towels, upholstery, furniture fabrics, window fashion, blankets, heavier bed linens. So pretty broad portfolio. And what, when it comes to the um, more uh, technical uh, piece of the market, uh, the technical textiles, uh, since quite a bit of time we are uh, looking into the military camouflage printing. So not only the decoration of a fabric, but also to functionalize the, the fabric with, um, with uh, infrared uh, reflectance control. And in all this, um, we, we are able to um, build here and sample for our customers. And that's, a, that's quite an interesting field we want to go into much further in the future. Um, in the in a, in a similar area is also the narrow fabrics, uh, so belts and, and ribbons, especially the belts. Uh, there are a lot of uh, military applications, what you see nowadays, and 
what we learn on the broad fabric, we can also on the white fabric, we bring also back on the on the more narrow fabric. And with our pretty broad portfolio on print heads and and uh, available applications, um, we also stepped into the other OEM development partnerships. So serving to to partners uh, technology for additive manufacturing for example but this is this is something what we do pretty much outside of our standard uh, business setup and let's see what's coming out there <laughs> constantly evolving absolutely nobody can ever stand still can they um just kind of actually now jumping back slightly in a question um andreas how big is the carpet industry by volume meterage? And just to give our, our listeners really an indication of scale, how many meters are now printed digitally every year? So uh, we had a bit of a discussion around this, Tony and I, and mm -hmm. we, we looked into the market data. So our our latest estimate is, is around 200 to 250 million square meter are printed annually uh, on the globe, digital mm -hmm. printed. So wow. really uh, a significant amount and uh, compared to maybe only 20 million square meters which are printed uh, on a, on a screen. screen. So right. um, you could see, yeah, it's, 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 it's a significant difference between screen print and digital print. So you see how far the technology is already placed uh, in the market and replaced the, the screen printing in carpet. Yeah. yeah. It'll be, um, it'll, be, it'll be interesting yeah. to have this conversation again it, in five or six years' time and compare those stats to digital textiles and see how that's swinging. Yeah, that's, uh, that will be an interesting yeah. uh, look back. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, so what we, um, you asked also about the total market size. Um, we, we assume that the, the printed carpet makes about 7% uh, of, the, of the total uh, carpet market. Mm -hmm. So um, you see, there is a lot of space to grow. <laughs> so certainly is, yeah. more than ninety percent is untouched for us. So um, it's uh, it's an interesting field, and there is still um, uh, slight slight growth uh, foreseeable. So market analysts are talking somewhere between four and five percent of combined annual growth rate which we will see how also the, the pandemic, et cetera, are, are going to affect. Okay, that's great. Where is the, uh, the biggest volume manufactured, manufactured currently, Andreas? And do you see a swing towards reshoring in those industries? <laughs> yeah, that's a big um, question. That, <laughs> it's, a, it's a big question. So the, the easier question is where, where is the, the biggest volume manufactured? So certainly the biggest volume is manufactured still in the US. Uh, mm -hmm. Globally, it's the biggest producer of carpets, but it's also the biggest consumer of carpets. Um, you see a significant uh, installed base and, and also production capacity in China, Turkey, Egypt, uh, Belgium, which has a long history in carpets. But you also see some growing countries like, like Uzbekistan, for example. Those are countries which are just, just ramping up. Um, what we see is from a trend that uh, some of the Chinese production is moving um, to India and Turkey. So capacities are, are shifting a little mm -hmm. bit. Uh, there are different reasons for that, but certainly one of the reasons is um, 
Politically. It's it's political that uh, yeah. some some uh, countries, especially big carpet producing countries, are are uh, introducing market regulations, which uh, uh, make it very very difficult to import uh, into the domestic market to protect the, the local mar- uh, carpet manufacturing. Yeah, that's uh, okay. Okay, that's uh, that's a. We have to deal with it. Our customers have to deal with it, but uh, that's that's the nature of the business. Um, where, we, where we clearly see the high price segments are, are staying uh, close to the customers where they are selling because quality, um, short turnaround times, stability uh, in, in supply and quality, this is key. So uh, this is not something what you see going away from the higher price countries to lower price countries. And when it comes to promotion products, where we have especially our Logomat uh, customers or, or the, the promotional towel printers, this will always stay very close to the market because the short runs, the short turnaround times, this is key for, for this market segment. That's, that's great. It's, it's interesting that when you start to dive deeper into reshoring, all the various reasons, you know, it's not, like you say, it's not just supply and demand, is it? There's so, so many other components to that winning formula, really. It'll be interesting to watch how that now develops. Um, another question for you, Andreas, I'm afraid. Um, how do you achieve such deep penetration in the textile surface across multiple ink sets and processes? I think a lot of people will be interested to understand this. <laughs> buy it, buy you, it, Zimmer unit. Can you tell us? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> buy it, Zimmer unit. You will see it. No, look. Uh, this is this is exactly what what Tony mentioned at the very beginning of his introduction of the company. It's uh, it's know how what we gathered uh, uh, as Zimmer, what we gathered together with with our customers, but also with our partners from the machinery, the the chemical industry. Um, it's uh, it's the combination of, of, of the printhead, it's the combination of the pre-treatment of, of the different fabrics. Um, it's also software driven in the last years, uh, looking what you can do with the, with the right rib setup. Uh, uh, it's a big piece of the, of the penetration story. And um, it's, it's all about making what you are selling to your customers fitting uh, uh, the machine to their product. So uh, when you're talking about printing a heavy carpet with two and a half kilograms per square meter, you need uh, a massive intro of the of the print line, meaning pre-steaming, pre-washing, whatsoever, chemicals. All this needs to be in combination with the print head, with the post-treatment. Uh, and, and this is very um, specific to the, to the final product. So there is no one solution for everything. Um, it's, it's all about customizing your print lines. Okay, great answer. Thank you so much. Tony, we, we do have a question here um, as, we, as we move forward. What are the other unique challenges for printing heavy textiles and carpets and how does your technology overcome them? 
in, gen in general, I think um, all technical textiles and uh, but also carpets. And if I talk about carpet, uh, we are not only talking about the, the cheap mats, or but we are also talking about contract and contract for an office or uh, for a hotel. Uh, it has to last long, and if it, it something has to last long, it's not it's not only uh, it's not only the color we are talking about. We are talking about light fastness, wash fastness, uh, weather fastness, and so on and so on. And here, um, here I think we we can bring in our know-how, and uh, we can depe depending on the final application, we always have to choose also the right color setups, the right chemistry, the right uh, um, process to, 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 match, to match what a customer is expecting. And, and here, Zimmer, on one side, it, it, we, our customer benefit from our open ink system. That means, open ink system means uh, we are working with um, uh, several ink suppliers because one ink supplier is good in uh, light fastness products, one ink supplier is good in wash fastness products, one ink supplier has the best price for the cheap, for the cheap stuff and, and here we, we have a portfolio of uh, suppliers we, which finally say our customer is, has the benefit from. And in, in addition, of course, we, we especially in the, in the technical textile market, we are, we are working closer and closer with, um, yeah, like, like, like for military defense products, I mean, which have their own, own rules and own um, um, history. And um, we are talking about things uh, nobody can imagine and, and what is coming, what will come next. And uh, here, of course, we also, we also uh, partner with other suppliers who have know-how in, in the defense market, in, in fiber market, in uh, finally, finally, it's always a combination of uh, process chemistry, uh, fibers, um, and, and, and finally technology. Everything That's... in unison, isn't it? It's, um, but I, I guess though, because you, you offer the, um, the ability to, to source inks to support your technology, you kind of cast the net wider, don't you, in that you can really fine tune for every single business model's um, product expectations. Against, as you say, you know, because there's so much going on in fiber technology, etc., and you know the incredible durability that you have to have for carpets and technical textiles. It um, helps you fine tune everything to that to that point of durability, and per printed perfection, of course, as well. Yeah, <clears throat> on one on one on one side, um, yeah, we have the, we have the know-how, but also we we have our the R and D center here. where finally, I think we operate eight eight uh, Colaris printer with different ink setups, and so we can um, yeah. All eight are equipped with different inks, and we, we, we do a lot of combinations of inks and um, and, and and of processes and and. Here we we really can uh, fine tune the number one the chemistry we can fine tune the the process and 
before a car, uh, before a manufacturer is uh, is placing an order. So he, he knows what he will get. We also can do all the testings from light fastness to rub fastness, wash fastness, and, and so on and so on. And this is, I think he, here we are really unique in this field. I mean, of course, we in in in, Aus, in, Aust, in Austria we we are not we we cannot compete on, uh, on on Chinese or Indian or any other machinery. So we have to provide a better service, and one part of the service is also a, a very good. Um, recommendation to the customer what he needs and for this we also try to understand first always his market and and to understand um, what is the final application because then we can we can uh, offer this the right package to to satisfy finally the end user yeah you're building building for success aren't you and uh, as you say it's all about fine-tuning all of those various components with your knowledge history and skill set to make sure that the the, the, the client's experience is, is exemplary, really. Because, because in digital printing, I mean, in, in screen printing, um, there is know-how around for 70, 80 years now. And in digital printing, the know-how is, um, yeah, there is know-how around but not deep know-how and the most many of our customers they only have an idea and they think uh, inkjet printing is very is very simple and all problems are solved but inkjet printing is like any other in uh, like any other technology um yeah it's a lot of of, of details have to be taken care mm -hmm. and uh, and finally also inkjet printing is is is, is needed and everything will move into digital and and know how and will build up around but at the moment uh, I think it's not easy to find. No it's, you're absolutely right it's not easy to find and I think that's also to do with the fact that that the traditional industry was kind of decimated wasn't it in the late 90s when everything moved to the far east so I think sometimes within Europe in this whole sector there is still a skills shortage because the textile industry lost so many of its, so lost a huge portion of its knowledge at that time. The same thing happened in the States as well, didn't it, around that time. So we, we need those people back right now so that you can put digital on, so you can align digital technologies with textile history, textile technicians, fabric technologies, as you say, ink chemists and, and all of those things. They're all part of that soup of textiles, aren't they? That go alongside um, digital printing. Tony, thank you so much for that answer. We have um, another couple of questions to go, but I am conscious of time. Um, Tony, again, we did touch on this earlier, actually. In summary, how do you feel digital technology has enabled new business opportunities for specialist sectors and what are they? We have touched on this previously, but if there's any you'd like to add? <clears throat> I think I think in also in, in printing and what we are working on is um, let's call it printing on demand or, or web to print where we really where we really drive uh, the print the printing and printing on carpet and printing on, on mats and so on 
directly connected to to web shops so that that the customer is really part of the of the manufacturing process so so he he can order something on the on a, on a web shop and it, it it goes directly to the printer without uh, anybody has to has to step in and Finally, finally um, why we are ordering with Amazons because we know in three days uh, they are going to deliver it, and the same will happen in in the printing industry or textile or carpet industry. You order something and you expect in three days you have it, and 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 that's why we also have to adapt our technology to to. Uh, concentrate on short runs and uh, 100 pieces will be 100 times one piece and uh, it's exactly the same process as you uh, when you order one one piece so and here here we are doing a lot of um, soft it's, it's it's all about software mm -hmm. and and finally and finally i think um, we will see everything will become individual and uh, with, uh, a customer doesn't have to think about number of colors doesn't have to think about uh, delivery time and, and and also the price and finally it comes down to um, a ecology and to environment and to uh, energy and, and, and it, it's a trans there's a transaction going on okay. thank you thank you andreas do you have anything to to add to that question what what does the future hold for on-demand production and how do you think this sector is going to continue to evolve Look, uh, a big thing for us uh, and our customers, but also the, for the consumer, is the sustainability of the process mm -hmm. and of the of the final product. Um, we are all aware in the in the carpet and textile industry that we are in a very resource-consuming, very heavy resource-consuming industry when it comes to energy to water consumption. And, and there are things we, we, we need to work on as a, as a whole manufacturer ecosystem, um, which, which starts when you just talk about printing, uh, maybe moving more into the pigment printing field, which mm -hmm. demands the acceptance of the market, of the consumers. You have a different touch, you have different fastness level, but there, it comes with a lot of advantages, which is the, the water and the energy consumption. But you need to make sure that you sell it uh, in the right way and people are aware, the consumer is aware of the advantage of the footprint, of the ecological footprint of this, of this different product. Um, where we also see is, is the more life cycle view that uh, having a sustainable final product does not mean only the, the, the wet process or the, the finishing process needs to be uh, uh, improved. We see, um, for example, that that you need to start working already at the raw material, at the fiber, to uh, modify your fiber. For example, polyester with dispersed printing is um, also very energy and water-consuming process. If you modify your uh, polyester and have a cationic dyeable polyester, for example, you can use different dye stuff classes which is going to reduce uh, the, the process uh, time and energy consumption and water consumption by more than 50%. So those are uh, things the market is going to move towards and, and we will be certainly part of it. And 
when it comes to a total life cycle view, uh, if you look at the carpet, the carpet has a different fiber at the pile. The, the backing uh, mm -hmm. is, 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 is a different uh, uh, material. The back coating is a different material. It's almost impossible to recycle this carpet. So we will see uh, in, in this sector also move towards more single material uh, structures which makes the recyclability part of the of the solution to have a more sustainable textile and, and carpet manufacturing environment. That's very, very interesting, Andreas, isn't it? How the whole, yeah, it's just that the whole, everybody in that value chain, everybody in that supply chain really has to really think about, fine tune and really think about every single component of the products that we now purchase. And under the microscope really look at the production process right from the beginning very it's very beginnings whether it's synthetic or cellulose as a fiber all the way through the process to ensure you know that we can go kind of is it cradle cradle to gate so we can actually now start to recycle everything um, and it really is a tribute I guess to digital technologies in here as well that we can you can fine-tune those ink sets um, and adjust the chemistry in order to comply with, I guess, regulation as it moves forward, but also the ability to print on so many different and new fiber technologies that are coming through. It's so exciting, isn't it, right now? Absolutely, yeah. And that's why we are in this field, right? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh, Tony, Andreas, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure to talk with you today. Tony, do you have anything to extra to add on what the future holds for production? I think I think right now right now everybody everybody is looking forward uh, to to be back in uh, back in business as, as usual as we uh, have been till uh, two years ago. Um, we are looking we are looking forward for the next exhibitions. We have a lot of new of new developments, especially in on the on the carpet side, but also on the other technical textiles. Normally, we, we, we have um, participated with eight to ten exhibitions. Uh, last year, there was nothing. And uh, so for, for us, the next, exhibi next exhibitions will be, will be somewhere in, 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 in China, but also in uh, like Tomodex in, in Hannover, Heimdex. And most important is for us the technical textile exhibitions, the tech textile. So, yeah, we are hoping that in the next coming months and uh, especially next year, everything will be back to normal and we can meet our customers and show what we what we have done in the meantime. And of course, we are uh, we we invite everybody everybody who who is interested in digital printing to visit us in our R and D center here in in Kufstein. And uh, yeah, all of you are most welcome. I will definitely take you up on that invitation soon. Come. <laughs> it's fantastic to talk to both of you. It's, amazing. it's incredible to hear how the agenda's rolling, how it's building, how sustainability, technology, everything is all kind of coming together right now. Thank you to both of you for your time. It really has been a pleasure. Thanks, Debbie. Thanks. Great time. Yep. Thank you.